Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. It is 7.30 Pacific, and that means it's time for your daily financial news. Yes, folks, we do this on Saturday. Hint, we also do it on Sunday. That's how come we could do it a thousand days in a row. Uh, shout out again, Gary V and Nipsey Hustle for a conversation now three years ago, maybe four years ago, that kind of sparked this daily financial news. So thank you very much, Gary and uh, Nipsey Hustle. Uh, quick, quick thing first, uh, need a little bit of your help. Uh, I'm actually spending some money. Yes, I don't spend a lot of money on lots of things, but I am paying somebody to help me frankly, create, improve, whatever you want to call it, onerentalatatime.com. There's still work to be done, but the first iteration got published yesterday. Uh, So if you could do me a favor, go check out onerentalatatime.com. Just give me your thoughts. It's very rough. Uh, It's early, but hopefully you see a site that kind of represents me, kind of shares Shares what we are on this channel, what the books are, all of those things. I'm, I'm, lots of people go to onerentalatatime.com and it was for years just a, a page. Uh, now uh, it, I'm trying to make it something else. Uh, as for folks asking about uh, Sunny and Happy, they are doing awesome. Uh, Happy is now five months old, I think, and Sunny is four months old. They are getting along much better. In fact, they are both sleeping downstairs, which is the first time they've done that. Uh, Usually Happy is down there, but uh, they are actually both snuggled up together sleeping. I will likely have them up in my office for our 8 a.m. live stream, so I will show them at 8 a.m. At least that's my intention. And then lastly, as we get started, let's congratulate three more people. Folks, you are doing the work. I am so happy. I'm so excited. I'm so proud that we did this challenge. So let's congratulate Edwin and then Randy. You did too, buddy. Randy and Randy. These cards will go out in the mail today. And yes, folks, for those asking, I still have a few uh, book sets available. Uh, If you don't know, uh, I bought 100 of my new book off Amazon. I paid less price. Uh, because I wanted to try to goose the numbers and went ahead and bought some of my original book. Now I'm selling them autographed for 50 bucks and covering the shipping. So I'm just getting some of my money back. Uh, So again, if you are still up for that, you can send me a direct message on Instagram or you can send me an email off my website. Uh, I think I have 25 or 26 left. Uh, So I do have a couple left. So if you want to be a part of that, you want to get some autographed books, let's do it. Uh, again, and I thank you for that. So it looks like yesterday the infrastructure bill was approved, uh, $1 trillion. Uh, much of that money already allocated. I think I read an article somewhere where they're leveraging $230 billion of unspent funds from previous things. You know, a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Uh, but yes, we are uh, looking to, um, you know, the infrastructure bill should be on Biden's desk 
I guess it could be on his desk today. Uh, they might wait for the markets to be open on Monday, but that will be signed. Roads, bridges, physical infrastructure. So it is done. Uh, I'm going to jump to the bottom here. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of folks in the government kind of trying to spin this story. And I want to ask you if it makes sense, because sometimes my logical brain gets in the way and I don't get it. I fully admit it is a blind spot that I have. But here is what I keep reading. Folks, don't worry. We're going to spend $5 trillion and inflation is going to go down. What? I don't understand. That $5 trillion, again, over a decade, sure, but it's going to have more... Uh, Use of physical things, commodities. It is going to put more strain on the labor force. And I don't get it. Sure, maybe if you're talking five, six, seven years down the line, you may get a deflationary aspect from any new technology. But boy, that will be after years of inflation. So I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I don't get it. Maybe... So if you do understand it, let me know how spending $5 trillion lowers inflation because um, it's getting kind of nuts out there. There's something I read here. Where is it? Oh, yes. Food inflation. Food inflation um, is up 30% worldwide year over year. 30%. Wow. Uh, another thing we're looking at here is we're starting to get a better better picture of where the quote-unquote missing labor force is. If you don't know, they're, they're kind of squawking about, hey, we're 3 million, maybe 3.5 million uh, workers below where we should be, right? We're not full employment. Well, here's the deal. There's really two categories that we must watch. First and foremost, we've already talked about it, but we will go back here again. Baby boomers, retirees, we have seen about 3 to 3.2 million people retire ahead of schedule. Like, I've had enough of this nonsense. I'm out. My stocks are up. My house is up. I feel good. I'm gone. So there is a huge batch of folks that have gone the retirement route. Uh, I guess folks are hoping they boomerang back, which is possible. Historically speaking, a lot of folks that retire do come back at least for part-time gigs here and there. And maybe that's what retail and restaurants need. They need some, some baby boomers that want to pick up a little extra coin. And then the other one is women uh, who are you know basically of child rearing and raising ages. Uh, a lot of women have left the workforce to raise, watch, make sure the kids are okay. Uh, again, if you want to watch the uh, employment picture, watch uh, women between 25 and 50. Uh, again, those are coming back. One thing to note about the October numbers, which again, folks, I nailed. I called 537, came back at 531. The experts said 450. Gotcha. But the largest percentage gain in October was women. Women are coming back at this point, and uh, that is awesome. Uh, we don't get back to full employment uh, without that, so that is pretty cool. Uh, let's talk about China, China property developers because they are falling one by one. I want to be very, very clear with you. They're all toast. 
You see, when you run a company, especially a debt-based company like Property Developers, they are all the same, just to differing degrees. Evergrande was just the most severe, but they all have balance sheets full of debt. All of them will eventually be in trouble. Why? Well, most of you know about an income statement, right? Revenue minus expenses equal net income. Lots of you talk about balance sheet, like what is your net worth? What most of you don't realize is the most important financial statement is the cash flow statement. You see, a cash flow statement is where all of this debt is paid from, right? These loans are paid back. What is missing from these Chinese property developers is actually cash flow. It starts at the very top of the cash flow statement. Guess how they get cash? They sell stuff. Right now, I believe the Chinese consumer is on strike. I believe the Chinese consumer will not touch property for a long time. And if you are a property developer who is leveraged, even conservatively leveraged, let alone high leverage, if you, don't, if you aren't selling units, you're dead. The only question is, when are you dead? Cash flow is like blood through the body. You can, you can survive a little bit if your blood leaves your body, if you will, but eventually we all die. Just, you're dead. I believe Chinese property developers are dead. Uh, they're going to starve or whatever the right word is because the cash flow has stopped, right? It has stopped. You can't goose Chinese uh, citizens to keep buying homes. They've now learned that that's a bad business. It's a bad risk. Um, it is the pain. It's the dominoes are already falling and you can't get out of the way. They're all trouble. They're all in trouble. They're all, they're just all in trouble. We are now seeing a, what we called for over a year and a half ago. Eventually travel stocks would race higher and stay at home stocks would race lower. Hello yesterday. Peloton. Hopefully none of you owned it. If you do own it, well, congratulations. It's on sale. 35% off in one wicked day. I hope you did not own a lot of it. But again, that's just another story. Airlines race higher. Stay at home race lower. Netflix down. Um, just that is where we are, right? It is the grand reopening is happening. More confidence. We have Scott Godlieb coming out saying this is all behind us in January. Folks, we were pricing, as many of you know that watch this channel, we were looking to take a vacation in the summer, right? We were going to go to a foreign country. That stopped. We drove around. Now we're looking again. Prices have doubled. Doubled. And we're going off-season. I can't imagine what travel is going to be around Christmas and New Year's. It's going to be nuts. So again, that is interesting. Um, another Last couple things. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway's earnings announcement actually came out today. They've been releasing on Saturday for quite a while now. It's kind of, they're just, they're just different. And Berkshire Hathaway is Warren Buffett's company, if you don't happen to know. What is interesting about their report is they are sitting on a hundred and, let's call it a hundred and $50 billion in cash. That's a lot of cash. It is a record for the company. If you know anything about Warren Buffett, he's not really a huge fan of cash. He wants it to be working. He's also not a big fan of stock buybacks. But because everything is so freaking expensive, he has actually authorized stock buybacks. And yet he is still sitting on record levels of cash. 
Lastly, we will talk about next week. Again, the, the hits keep coming. Monday, I'm looking at PayPal and AMC. AMC obviously is a meme stock. I expect AMC to report pretty good numbers, right? What did we hear earlier? That We heard that October was the best number for movie theaters since this all started. I'm guessing AMC has some good numbers. PayPal, PayPal will be interesting to look at, right? What is going on with their business? Uh, they're now, you know, they, the ability to buy and sell crypto. Uh, so we will see there. Tuesday, Wynn Resorts, right? What is going on? I care less about the past. I want to know about the future. Are Wynn Resorts booking up for the Christmas holiday, for example? DoorDash, what is going on there? Have they seen the peak uh, and now people are going out to eat or is it still going higher? And then finally, Coinbase. Lots of... Um, just silly, silly cryptos with no value and nothing other than momentum. That generally means Coinbase makes money. Remember Coinbase earnings from 90 days ago. It was terrible. Pretty much because they had no meme coin to invest in. Well, congratulations. They added, I think it's Shibu, Shibu coin. Another meme coin that races around and they make their share. So, yeah, crazy stuff. Wednesday. Disney. Disney's going to be uh, an important day, right? They came out with their Disney Plus at the perfect time. But is this a Netflix story where they had their good year, year and a half, but now are in trouble? And then they have Win we have Wendy's, right? Well, a fast food chain. Do we have another McDonald's or are there other things going on? With Wendy's, I'm looking for supply chain and labor cost. What is going on there? Thursday, we have Tapestry, which is really Coach and Kate Spade. What is going on with the luxury buyer? Have the luxury buyer kind of filled up on the tchotchkes uh, or not? And we have Yeti, kind of the same thing. Yeti is a um, high-end um, cooler and container uh, producer. I'm really wondering what's going on with the high-end consumer, right? They had their day in the sun. Are they now retreating? We shall see. And then Friday, there is Warbly Parker, their first financial statement as a public company. They are a glasses company. Uh, so it will be interesting to see what's going on there. So folks, that's what I got for you this Saturday. Thank you for your daily viewership. We will be going live in 16 minutes. Bring your questions, ask your questions. I did a live stream yesterday about quiet desperation and how I think all of you can turn your hobby into side hustle, into real money. Happy to talk about that again. If questions arise, Talk about writing a book, whatever you want. Uh, and of course, real estate investing as well. I'm here for you. Uh, we will do that at 8. And then at 9, I will jump over to my private Facebook group and talk to those folks there in a much, much smaller atmosphere. You want to be a part of this private Facebook group. It's a thousand plus people that are like-minded, doing the work every day, celebrating together, asking questions, networking. It is an amazing group of individuals. If you don't have that, you need to uh, spend 300 bucks and join. And again, this $300 lasts another month or so because on January 1st, it goes up. You have plenty of warning. I don't want to hear about it. January is going to be more expensive. If you buy it now, you get all the extras. I don't charge you more later. So if you, come on, you know you're going to buy it. Just buy it now, get it over with, and join the Facebook group. So take care of yourself. Talk to you in now 14 minutes. Bye-bye.